Happy Friday, everyone. We made it December 16th, 2022, and welcome to episode number 473 of the study session. I am your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Ritz, saying thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of the Still Study, for listening to my work, reading it, sharing it with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. Can you believe it is the 16th? There are only 15 days left in 2023. My Lord, what a year it has been. I hope it's been a fantastic, fabulous, magnificent, prosperous, healthy one for you. And I hope that 23 is your best yet. Today, I'm going to offer to you my prediction for this weekend's Steelers versus Panthers game. What a rousing matchup. (laughs) Anyway, I'm going to get into how I see this game unfolding. And if you've been listening all week, you kind of have an idea of which way I'm leaning or what I see playing out. But before I get into that, just a few things I want to mention here. Don't forget to check out the latest edition of the Still City Insider podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, the Still City Insider. Our podcast is called the Still City Insider podcast. Jim and I just recorded a brand new episode yesterday where we had Hall of Famer, Steelers Super Bowl winner, All-Pro guard Alan Fanica on the show. Oh my Lord. How awesome is that? Being able to talk to uh, Hall of Fame guard that won a Super Bowl for the Steelers who sprang Willie Parker on that massive touchdown run. My favorite play in Steelers history, at least in my lifespan. Anyway, Allen was on the show. He was talking about his fight against epilepsy, creating awareness around it. He himself lives with epilepsy every day, as does his daughter. So he's trying to bring awareness to the topic and fight it and help advance treatments for the disease. So check that out. He also offers his take on the Steelers this year. It's very insightful. And as always, Jim is the GOAT, having covered the team since 95. You don't want to miss it. Check it out. And don't forget about our affiliate partner, Real Life Trading. Remember back in the spring, I left behind my job as high school principal to pursue a career in day trading, which a lot of people are like, oh my God, that's so risky. Um, Yeah, if you're an idiot and you're trading your entire account, but real life trading really changed my life. They offer free education on how to trade the markets, whether you want to day trade, swing trade, long-term invest, do Forex, cryptocurrency, you name it. It's free education led by their amazing CEO, the cerebral pyromaniac himself, Jeremy Newsom. Check it out. It's linked in the show notes. If you you don't even have to leave your job. If you just want to make some extra profits on the side, check out Real Life Trading. They are amazing. Anyway, let's get into it. Studyings, here we go. So the Steelers are going to take on the Carolina Panthers this weekend. And we're not even talking playoffs. That's ship has sold. Even though they mathematically have a chance, it's not going to happen. They just don't have the pieces for consistency. And honestly, that's what you need in order to be a successful team in the NFL, in order to compete for a playoff spot, you have to be able to be consistent. And the Steelers just don't have that. They're inconsistent in several different positions, the defensive line, the offensive line, the quarterback position, cornerback, middle backer, all those inconsistencies lead to an average record or even an awful record, which is still on the table over these next four games. And the Carolina Panthers, 
Not great quarterback play. Don't expect great quarterback play. Baker Mayfield was cut, if you remember that. P.J. Walker looks like he's going to get the the nod at QB, but it's really all about the Panthers' rushing attack. And I'm stating the obvious here. What they're going to do is line it up and run right down the Steelers' throats. There's not going to be any guessing or special game planning that you need to do heading into this game against the Panthers. First of all, they're not a very good team. They are going to run it down your throat. Now, can the Steelers stop it? Can they slow down this rushing attack? And it's not like they have stud runners, elite running backs, because they don't. But what they do have is a commitment to the rushing attack. And they are going to bring that against the Steelers this weekend. And do I think the Steelers can stop that running game? If I'm being candid, no. I don't think they can. I think the Falcons exposed a weakness in this defense because they were willing to keep grinding the ball and running the ball. And I think that weakness has been there all year. And we kind of got lulled into believing that it had disappeared especially after that Browns game. But it's still very real, and it is still very much in place. And I just don't see them being able to stop the run. So what does that mean in order for the team to be able to win this game? Well, they have to be able to run the ball as well. They have to commit to that running game. They have to match physicality with physicality. They have to grind clock. And you can't put all the pressure on whomever plays quarterback in this game, whether it's Mitchell Trubisky or Mason Rudolph, if Kenny Pickett truly is not going to play because of being in the concussion protocol, you can't put all that pressure on the QB to win. You have to commit to the run. They got away from that last week for whatever reason. But I just don't see them being able to slow down the running game. And I think that tells you all you need to know. And I hate to, I'm not not giving you my prediction yet, but I hate to think that the Steelers could lose this game to the Panthers because they are a bad team, make no mistake about it, but they, they can, realistically they can because they're not effective against the run. The passing game, no problems there. I think they'll be able to handle the Panthers' passing game. It's not explosive. They don't have, they've got bad quarterback play. It's probably worse than the Steelers. Defensively, they can bring some pressure off the edge. But it doesn't matter if they establish that physical presence on offense. If they run the ball, they can control the clock. The Panthers are going to be in a prime position to win the game. What do the Steelers have to do? Shut down the run. They have to be successful in the running game. And when they pick their spots to throw, they have to be successful with that. They need to get George Pickens involved more in this offense. Instead of just being window dressing, he is their the team's best receiver, but he's not being utilized like a number one. So that has to happen. That has to happen quickly. Najee Harris, commit to him, run him, spell him with Jalen Warren, with Benny Smell. Use that running back by committee that you got away from last week. And somebody's going to have to come up with a big play. These are going to be close games the next few weeks 
so somebody will have to come up to make the big play in terms of a turnover, interception, or fumble, or just a big splash play. Think you could count on your hands how many big splash t- plays that this offense has had. I think the biggest play was two weeks ago with Pat Freyermuth on that 50-yard reception. Defensively, yeah, it's been there. But we need to see more of that splash. And the absence of the splash is just a, another reason why this team is in the position that it's in. So putting it all together, how do I see this thing playing out? I do think the Panthers are going to be able to run the ball on the Steelers. It's going to be frustrating. They're going to chunk yards. They're going to control the clock. But I do think the Steelers have an advantage in terms of the secondary, their pass defense against the the Panthers. That will create a few change of possessions just by the defense shutting them down. But if the Panthers just commit to the run, the Steelers are going to have difficulty. I do think that the Steelers are going to be able to run on this Carolina defense. I really do. And I think it's just going to be running game versus running game. And it's going to be who makes the fewest mistakes who will be able to walk away from this game victorious. And I think the Steelers are pissed off from their performance against the Ravens. And I see them improving, cleaning up. Again, not fixing things completely because I still think they do get gashed in the running game, but I think they do just enough to squeak out of victory. It's going to be an ugly one. This is going to be 18 to 17. The Steelers win. It's just going to be an ugly, ugly, boring battle of two bad teams. And I don't see anybody being spectacular on either end. I think it's just which running game can be most effective and who could slow down the running game just enough. And I see the Steelers, again, eking this one out. Anyway, that's my thoughts on this weekend's game. My appreciation to Yin's beautiful, beautiful studies for joining me all this week for five episodes of the study session. We are at 473. 27 more to go to 500. We're going to hit 500 sometime in January. Just want to let everybody know pretty soon I'm going to be starting my draft coverage for next year. In January, I'm getting my plan set up. I'm going to get back to the written articles, but all the coverage coming in January is going to center all on the draft. Of course, we're going to wrap up the final games of the NFL season, but we're already starting to look ahead, man to 2023 because barring a miracle this season is what it is and it's time to start building and growing for next season don't forget about the podcast i did with jim wux over on his site the still city insider it is linked in the show notes most recent guest was hall of famer alan fanica don't forget our affiliate partner real life trading be sure to check that out and remember on this beautiful friday december 16 2022 life is beautiful in the black and gold peace everyone make it a tremendous friday